This episode of Impact Bound is brought to you by the Modern Welding Company in Kentucky, Ohio, and Indiana, longtime supporters of Impact and the petroleum marketers in each state. Modern Welding Company has been in business since 1932 and is the largest steel tank manufacturer in the United States, fabricating above-ground and underground tanks designed to meet construction standards and your tank storage needs. Professional pride isn't just an idea at Modern Welding, it's a tradition. Since 1932, their team of fabrication professionals has provided fast, quality service, maintained the highest standards of design and fabrication, and employed the finest craftsmen in the industry to serve their customers. Learn how Modern Welding can take care of tank storage needs at modweldco.com. You're listening to Impact Bound. And now, this is Impact Bound. Welcome to Impact Bound, the podcast for the Impact Trade Show, the Fuel and Convenience Trade Show and largest regional trade show in the convenience industry. And we're glad you're with us today. We're getting ready for Impact 2024 coming to Indianapolis, April 2 through 4. And in the studio with us today, we have one of our featured speakers at this year's conference, and that is Jennifer Johnson, who is the Director of Business Development at NAX. Welcome, Jennifer. Yes, thanks for having me, Brian. It's always great to join you. Likewise, great to talk with you. And you've got a session uh, this year called Overcoming C-Store Blind Spots with Digital Search. I know you've got a couple of folks you're going to be presenting with. Can you tell us a little bit about this session and what you hope to accomplish? Yes. So we have uh, Dan Rosalski from Armarts. They're out of Chicago, Illinois. And Peter Rasmussen is uh, an advisor um, consulting company. He is based out of Boston and has worked with a lot of retailers in refining their digital brand, their digital presence. Um, So they'll have really great insights, um, really good use cases that they'll be able to talk about um, as it relates to digital marketing and what they've experienced over the last couple of years. Your session is on Wednesday, April 3rd at 9 a.m. How has digital marketing impacted our industry over the last 12 months? And what have you seen the changes happening in the marketplace? Yes. So I'll start with listings. I mean, you know, making sure that your address, your location is showing up on maps. It's showing up accurately. People know what your store hours are. It is really kind of table stakes at this stage of the game. Um, It's definitely changed over the last year. Consumers are far more engaged with brick and mortar via their phone. So make making sure that you're showing up, that you are accessible through whatever mechanism your customers are using. You know, some people are Waze people, some people are Google people, some are mm-hmm. Apple, Siri, iPhone, uh, Apple Maps. And so it's so important that you are showing up in all of those apps so that you are not missing out on any potential market. Well, you're exactly right. It's so critical. And there's so many different platforms to try to to stay engaged with so the consumer can find you. But that can be time-consuming, right? I mean, how much work goes into monitoring a company's digital presence? You know, for a small retailer, one to two stores, I mean, I'm sure they may not think they can keep up with this aspect of the business while keeping watch over everything else. But have improvements to technology and social media made this process easier for the small and large retailer? Yeah, absolutely. So if if you are not utilizing any of the tech that's out there and available to businesses, just generally, you know, managing a digital presence can be very time consuming. If you think about all of the changes that happen and all of the different networks that you would need to make those changes on. So, you know, Google, Facebook, Instagram, Waze, 
all of the maps, you know, trying to do that, even if you have a single store going across that, you know, you don't have a large marketing team and a large, you know, ops team that has hours to go and make all of those changes and make sure that it's consistently updated. So um, it's important to have have technology that can help streamline that. Um, that's why Nax has built out the Thriver program and made that available to all retailers. Mm -hmm. You know, historically, it's it's technology that really financially would be out of the means of many retailers. And so having this tool that kind of aggregates all of those functions and puts it into a single view for a business uh, makes it very simple. Yeah, I know the Thriver program is a really big deal. And, and I know it was just a couple of years ago that Lori Bustillman kind of previewed that for us at Nax. And now it's a reality and retailers can take advantage of it today from Nax directly, correct? Yeah, that's correct. It's available to any 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 retailer. Um, we have retailers obviously have convenience stores. That's what kind of led them to the Thriver path. But they're even putting some of their other businesses, you know, car washes, restaurants, hotels, RV parks. We we've we've kind of seen it all in terms of what people are adding, and it's really simplified the management of their digital presence, especially where they can bring all of their multiple types of business offers into a single platform for view. Exactly. All these are those digital breadcrumbs to help people find their way to your store, right? That's right. Yep. So one aspect your session is going to cover is how to utilize social media to engage consumers. What are some of the effective methods you've seen in the last few months? So, so uh, Facebook is probably the biggest social media platform that's being used by the convenience mark industry today. Um, and then, you know, they dabble in Instagram. Some are, are a little bit more savvy than others. Um, but we're definitely seeing a shift towards TikTok. So we actually just added TikTok to the platform um, mm. a couple weeks ago. So as of January 2024, that will be available for utilization in the platform. That definitely targets a certain demographic and age demographic, right? It does for sure. I actually met with a retailer yesterday. They have a lot of, of their marketing tactics are definitely targeted towards the younger generation and getting them a little bit more plugged into the offers that a convenience store has. Um, you know, a lot of retailers are focused on food service. That's where they're seeing a lot of profitability and having the tools that can market that and get out to that particular audience in, in a very organic way is is pretty powerful. Oh, certainly. And I guess this marks your third time participating as an education program leader at Impact. How has Impact helped you connect with the industry? And do you find that leading these programs in an effect, is an effective way to interact and help those in the industry? Absolutely. You know, just after the sessions, having conversations with retailers and really understanding, you know, what are what are their use cases they're seeing? Because everybody kind of has different, you know, different issues or different scenarios and different geographies. And so it's always interesting to have those conversations and learn more so that we can take that back and apply it to, you know, the technologies and services that we're offering as well. So what kind of feedback have you gotten about Thriver specifically? I know you mentioned you talked to a few retailers. How are they implementing that today in their stores? And what do you see works really well? Great question. And I think that the listings and the reputation are really kind of the first and foremost. A lot of them are not utilizing the listings function, even if they have a listing on Google that they're managing kind of standalone in, a, in, in the native application you know, they're not utilizing it to its full capacity. So even having a, you know, having a platform that can kind of do things in mass and um, utilize AI, we, we utilize AI for uh, review responses. 
So having those that feature functionality obviously makes management much easier, but we also offer a lot of education. And so being able to let them know, here's what's coming in, the, this is here's what's happening in the industry and give them kind of a warning of like, hey, you need to kind of be on your game. Here's what's coming um, has really helped them to stay on top of their digital presence and, and make sure they're making the most of what is available to them. Uh, the feedback has been really positive. There's a lot of insights, um, analytics and insights that they gain too. So they can look at that to see what are their competitors that are outranking them, have better review scores. It aggregates that data and gives them a view so they can kind of see that in bulk without having to kind of dig and, and search through the data, which is always available, but it presents it in a much easier fashion. Um, and it helps you to make some really quick business decisions in, in terms of your digital presence. We all know that smart marketers love the dashboards, things that help boil that information down for them. And I think that's a key component of Thriver, right? You don't have to dig for it. It pushes it right up to you so you can see real-time information. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, in a single view, you can look at all your stores and see how are you how are you ranking if you're a convenience store, if you're listed as a gas station, um, what are the keywords that your users are inputting into their search to find you? You know, and, and you can look at that to see, does it actually align with your strategy? Are you kind of hitting the mark? Where do you need to make some changes to uh, pivot to get to where you want to be? It's all about those digital breadcrumbs, helping people find you. So, <laughs> I'm going to spell that word, Brian. I like the digital breadcrumbs. I haven't used that before. <laughs> okay. It, it just occurred to me in this uh, conversation that that's kind of what this is like. So, well, for education this year at Impact, we've made some changes to the layout and organization. Instead of being tracked focus and fitting sessions where they think they'll fit, we've opted for a more attendee focus setup and let the session speak to the attendee. So, as you look at your session, overcoming C-Store blind spots with digital search, who can gain value from your session and what job functions will your session appeal to the most? Well, it's definitely a marketing function. Um, you know, anybody that is touching the marketing aspects of their business would get the most value out of this. I think for some folks that have marketing teams, you know, it's helpful for kind of senior owners, senior level team members to attend because I think that it's very eye opening for them to hear some of the feedback. And that's why it's really important for us to have a retailer that can kind of speak to that. Some people think right. that digital presence is always for the big guys, and then that's not the case. Definitely not anymore. It's not about being on the right corner. It is making sure you have a really good pulse on the on the market, and people are co are coming to you based on the, your digital presence. Right. It's very much guerrilla marketing at the local level. It's not about how big you are. It's about your ability to be found and be relevant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's a really good this. You know, making sure you're you have a strong digital presence can really, I think, strengthen a smaller retailer over a larger retailer. They, they have a much more intimate knowledge um, when it comes to local marketing um, and they have a much quicker kind of reaction or pulse on the local kind of market and what it is they need, what it is they want. And so with the right tools, they could probably outpace a larger retailer. There's a fortune cookie I had for years that was my marketing strategy, which was, if you want it to sell, make it easy to buy. So Thriver is kind of like that. It's a way for you as a retailer to help make what you offer easy to be found and therefore easy for, for folks to patron uh, with your business. So I think it's going to be a great session. A lot of really good insights and really appreciate your time today, Jennifer. I'm looking forward to to hearing Dan and, and Peter as well. And 
your session again, Overcoming C-Store Blind Spots with Digital Search from Jennifer Johnson and Nax will be on Wednesday, April 3rd at 9 a.m. at Impact 2024 in Indianapolis. Any other additional thoughts or um, key insights for folks that they should keep in mind as they're planning for your session? Uh, if you plan to come to the session before you head to Indianapolis, I would do a search for your stores. How are you looking? Yep. See what you find. Google yourself, right? Google yourself. Ask Siri how to find you. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, thanks again, Jennifer, for your time. We're looking forward to seeing you again at Impact. And uh, I know you'll have lots of questions in this really insightful and, and very cutting-edge session for us this year. Yeah, thanks so much for the time, Brian. I really appreciate it. You've been listening to Impact Bound, the podcast of Impact Fuel and Convenience Trade Show coming to Indianapolis April 2nd through 4th this spring. Make sure you're registered to attend and visit us online at www.impact.org. Impact details and sponsorship opportunities can be found at m-pack.org.